Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Welcome to the Plata Life Podcast, Season 4, Episode 4. Today, I'm going to be diving deep into some personal stuff that's been happening in my life this past few days and really talk about one of the most unique things I've learned about highly sensitive people, Um, something that we all tend to do in our own unique way that I think will really kind of help me grapple with a kind of that intensity of life that sometimes we can feel from time to time. Um, So yeah, it is the end of January. I think we have, what, like one more week left? I don't even know what day it is. Maybe two? No, yeah, just like a week left. Um, I'm recording this on a Monday. You're probably listening to it Wednesday or whatever day you decide to listen to this. But um, this past weekend, we received news that my favorite aunt in the whole wide world passed away and I promised myself I would not cry while I was recording but I cannot guarantee it so if I start crying just let me cry and then fast forward if you need to um (laughs) yeah it's it's hard because she was really sick for the last you know chunk of her life and mentally she wasn't all there anymore and so it's almost like A lot of us, like my siblings and my cousins, were able to kind of come to terms with that she was really no longer going to be the person we knew growing up. And so I think there's like a a double kind of mourning we get to do when something like this happens because we've already grieved that she was sick and we've known that, you know, she wasn't fully herself anymore as we remember her. So that's hard. And then, you know, her actually passing and the memories that just kind of make you realize, man, what an important person this was in my life. And it's been, I wouldn't say hard, but it's been a challenge to allow myself to feel these feelings. Um, And this is a story for today's lesson or whatever. I decided I'm not going to try to bypass what I'm feeling now because then I really would just be trying to do something that doesn't feel like what I need to do. Um, Yeah, I I was laughing because you know, I try to plan some of these episodes ahead or I try to kind of think in my brain and I just could not. Last week I was having a hard time. Like I just can't seem to figure out what I'm going to talk about next week. And I was like, it's all right. I just need to be open to the energy and something will come up in my head. It's like it always does. And then when I heard about my tia passing, it really was just, I need to give myself the space and the time and the focus to really process this and what this means, um, not only for me, but for my family and things like that. So then I thought, I can't just pretend I'm going to talk about something else when all I'm thinking about is all these thoughts about my tia and all the things that have happened. And so here I am. This is the story for today. How do we handle these kind of situations as highly sensitive people? And what do they mean for us and all of that? So to give you a little backstory, my tia Alta um, was my dad was my dad's sister. Um, now, if you have heard to the show for a long time, you know I'm not really close to my dad at all, and so um, 
but it's not like we saw her all the time because they were so close, but it was more because she just was the aunt that everybody loved and adored. You know, she never got married or had kids. And so she really devoted all of her love and energy towards, you know, all the cousins, like all the kids in the family. And to this day, I have never met another person who is like her. Um, she just had this essence about her. Like I did, I'm closing my eyes and I'm just like really feeling that because it's indescribable. You just can't describe that feeling that you get from someone that is like that. And growing up, um, you know, my parents were, they did the best that they could. And both of them, I think, had a lot of trauma and a lot of things that they never really worked out before having kids. And so it was a lot of them trying to live their adult lives, but not really knowing how to parent kids, especially someone like me who, you know, is highly sensitive, crying all the time, getting hurt, just like being obnoxious and messy and loud and annoying. <sighs> I was really, I was a really annoying kid. I like, I admit that. And I felt that from the adults in my life, I could sense that there was something wrong with me because I wasn't listening to what I was being told or I was taking too long or I was too distracted or I was in my head too much or I was just really weird and quirky and, you know, just made things more challenging for the people around me, except for my tia. Like I never, not once ever felt that from her. And I think when I reflect back on what her life meant to me, you know, now that she's passed or gone or whatever, you know, you believe in, I just realized that she meant this for all of our cousins on my dad's side of the family, even so on my mom's side of the family, like my cousins remember her too. And they were actually like related to her. Um, but I just really reflected on that the last few days and have come to the conclusion that it's just not fair that people like her get sick. <laughs> it's like some weird universal trick that the universe plays on us that just makes it not fair. And at the same time, I just, I'm so grateful. I have, I'm full of gratitude to have had someone like that in my life because I think about what my life could have been like had she not been in it. And I don't think it would have been as amazing as it was. Um, I was, you know, my husband was super like sweet with me this weekend. And he, is so good at letting me just feel my feelings all the time. So, you know, he asked questions and what was she like? What were your, what, what are you remembering? What memories are coming up for you? And I, I just keep seeing her face, like just smiling so big. Like she had the biggest smile and the way she would just say certain things and how she just, when she looked at you, she really looked at you. Um, she never ever was like, don't do that. Don't do this. You know, uh, the adults in our life kind of like didn't make fun of her, but they kind of said, oh, you have to be more firm with the kids or whatever. And she just, she just loved us. Like there was just no question about it. Like, why would I rush this five-year-old kid on our walk when she sees things so beautifully? Or, you know, she was a slow eater like me. And every time someone would try to get me to eat and she would say, it's really good for her digestion, you know, like little things like that. Like she just really stood for something that was bigger than all of us. And it's really hard to describe. So I've been just kind of feeling that this weekend and processing that and explaining to my son, you know, my, the youngest one has no idea what's happening, but my older one who 
was watching my mom cry and was watching me cry and just kind of explaining to him that there are just certain people in this world that make you feel like you're full of life. And she was one of them. And now that she's gone, you know, physically in whatever sense, I mean, I don't even know what I mean. It just makes you feel sad. And also like, I don't know, I can't think of all the emotional words right now, but it just like, it sucks. It just really sucks. And it's hard to think back on all that could have been. And I question a lot of the things that maybe I could have done to have shown her my love more as a kid, not as a kid, but when we moved here, she stayed in Mexico because, you know, that's where she lived. And so once we moved, it all became about like assimilating to this new culture. And she would come visit every summer and spend her birthdays with us. And it just meant so much to me, but I never really had the the foresight to keep in touch with her while her mind was still fully there. And once I was, you know, I think I was late teen or early young adult, whatever, um, that she started getting really sick. And I just, it was like that moment slipped away from my fingers and I never could get the time back to just tell her how much she meant to me. And I think when I feel sadness or I feel regret, it's, it's for that, for not making sure that she knew just how special she was. And you know, I'm getting teary eyed now. And it's for that reason, because man, I like really could have just told her how, how much she meant to me, um, before she got sick and I didn't. And I think the lesson and all of this, and, you know, just kind of learning from this specific experience is that we could live, you know, another day or we could live, you know, 30 more years, or we could live one more second. I don't know. Like it's just not guaranteed. And the people in your life that matter to you are not guaranteed in your life. And it just really kind of puts that into perspective when that happens. Um, so the lesson I'm taking away from this as a highly sensitive person is that, you know, it's, it's important for us to not question, that feeling of seeing that big picture. And I think as a kid, I saw that often, but I was taught how to, I was taught to question that. Like I had too many ideas. I was too curious. I, I was thinking too big and I wasn't focused on the next thing. And so society and my family and, you know, like life just kind of teaches you that that's too much. It's too big. But one of the greatest gifts that I think highly sensitive people have is really seeing that big picture. Like you notice when something is off and you see how that affects the big picture. And so with this experience, like I'm, yes, I'm really sad and bummed out that my tia Alta died. You know, her name was Alta Gracia. It's such a beautiful name. And I'm like really sad about that, but really it's, there's so much depth through this that we need to really kind of dig deep and see the big picture of what does this all actually mean? Like, why are we here? What is the meaning of life? Not in a like, a, oh my God, life sucks, but in a really existential way of what are we doing with this one life that we have? And I think about people like her who just live it in the moment and just live from a place of just pure love and just such good energy and man, like that impacts the world in a way that like we will never truly be able to measure it. And so I think of the lesson of not only what can I learn from 
holding myself back in a way and but also learning you know what I've learned from her and how she lived her life and the way that she made me feel and how I could transfer that to other people now that I'm living my life because you know she's not and I am and so how do we continue that legacy of love that legacy of acceptance and just showing up for those people in our lives um especially the children I just think about how much we all loved her like I just I there's I can't talk because like I said it's just indescribable and you know all of my cousins are in mourning because we all just loved her so much. And so I think about that. And of course, you know, that question of what is the meaning of all this? If we can see the big picture and we've learned that lesson and we can see people who are living from this place of authenticity and love and just light, what is the big meaning? You know, that what does this all mean for me as a highly sensitive person, as a mother, as a human being on this earth? It really comes down to understanding how powerful and powerless we are. That you as a highly sensitive person, if you are, if you're listening, or you that you know a highly sensitive person, there is a gift in the sensitivity that we have and it is okay to use it. It is okay to live from a place of love and light when the rest of the world doesn't seem to be living from that place. It is more than okay to let a child who is five walk down the street and take their entire day if they needed to, to look at the roots of the trees, to gather the leaves, you know, it like, that's kind of what she taught me that it was okay to just do those things because they mattered. the big picture is that the little things did matter and they matter to her and they matter to me. And ultimately at the end of our lives, like that's all we have are these moments that we share with the people that we love. And if we hold ourselves back as highly sensitive people or as women or as mothers or as teachers or as, you know, artists, creatives or whatever, fill in the blank. If we hold ourselves back, we're holding everyone else back as well. You know, I think about her and what if she had let fear, insecurity, or, you know, stress gotten the best of her and not allowed her to use her gift, which is, you know, how to love others. (laughs) Like, man, that would have been so sad. Like how much we all would have missed out on because she would have let fear get in her way of that. And, you know, she had a lot of things that I'm sure she wasn't happy with. And a lot of things that she said, like she didn't have the highest self-esteem and I think back on that and had she only seen herself the way we always viewed her, like, man, that, you know, like that would have mattered, but they were, you know, we're all human and we're not all going to be perfect. You know, she wasn't perfect, but she showed up in the way that she could and she didn't let fear get in the way of loving others. And that to me just means the world personally, because it really truly affected the way I live my life just in general, but from a a human being, you know, sense that, that feeling that we are all connected and our gifts matter and you matter and we all matter in some way, in one way or another, you know, (sighs) man, that felt good to just kind of get out. Um, man, she was just so like, I don't, I wish I could just like paint her face. Like, you know, like if I had like paint out on the canvas, I just want to like paint it, put it on a canvas. You could just like see the light that came from within her. 
And yeah, so what's the superpower here? How can you use your sensitivity as a superpower? Thinking, you know, about my aunt, um, I definitely think she was a highly sensitive person. I think that that's where a lot of her insecurities came from, that she saw the world so differently and she didn't necessarily fit in in the way that her siblings did or the way that women at that time did, you know. But the gift isn't just being who you are no matter what. Like just showing up the best that you can in whatever way you can. And if that means you are not necessarily fitting into the standards that are set around you, like that's okay. That doesn't mean that you have to hold back. That means you love with your whole heart no matter what. Even, even, especially when you have the fear of getting hurt or there's a chance that it's not going to work out, or, you know, there's that fear. It feels too heavy, too vulnerable. And I think that's one of the things I really took away from her, you know, is she wasn't scared of that. I think she was insecure about other things and other scared about other things, but she was never afraid to let us be like who we were. And we didn't make her feel like we were too much. And it just really made a difference. So the takeaway, you know, you can use the superpower of, um, I keep calling it seeing the big picture. I don't know if there's like an actual term for it or I don't know, whatever it is, but you know, there's this power that we have, this ability to be able to take an experience, you know, like something really sad and tragic, like maybe somebody passing away in your family and we're able to take that experience And when we allow ourselves to feel it and truly be in it and just let it run its course like a river, then we are able to see the whole forest. And that is huge. You know, as a highly sensitive person, you have that gift to be able to kind of take a step back and see the big picture and understanding that when, I don't know, like I yell at my kids and I I take a step back and I see the big picture and I'm like, oh man, that's going to become their inner voice at some point. I know we all read these articles and read all these blogs and get all this advice about parenting, but really it, my sensitivity helps me see that so much easier and with such clarity that I'm able to kind of take a step back and see the big picture and, and how my actions on a day to day really affect you know, the results of who my children are going to be as adults. And so, you know, my tia Alta taught me some of those skills. She's the one that saw me for me and didn't run away or didn't yell at me or try to shut me down. You know, like she let me be my weird quirky self and encouraged it every single time she was around me. And so I think about that and that ability to just be in the moment, but also see the big picture at the same time. That's your superpower. You can see the whole world through one minute. (laughs) I don't know if I'm making any sense, to be honest. I'm kind of just rambling now, but this feels good to be able to share in this way and to be able to show up in this way. And I don't know how many people are actually listening to this podcast. I have an idea based on the statistics I can check. And I don't know if this really means anything to anybody else, but it means something to me. And I know that if my tia was alive, she'd be one of my number one fans listening to this. And I think about how we just show up. We see the big picture and when it feels scary and when it feels like it's too much or our hearts hurt, 
like we still show up and we show up with all of our heart. Even when it's broken, we show up with the tiny little pieces and we do the best that we can because that's what she would do, right? Like she just loved so much. Everybody, like the strangers at the stores, like she just loved everybody. (sighs) So I thank you as a listener for being here while I ramble on about what I'm feeling and thinking in this weird chaotic world that we live in. Um, I am having a very interesting time at the end of this month, not only with my aunt's passing, but also it's going to be the one year anniversary of our dog that passed away last year, next weekend. And so I've already had death on my mind, which sounds so weird. I am about to weird some of you guys out, but I think about death a lot. Like, it's just like this thing. I'm not like obsessed with death. It's more of like a really intriguing idea of like what happens to us after we die and what does it all mean? And like in a very curious, um, like human perspective, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore, but all right. Um, my son is waking up. I can see him on the monitor, so I'm going to get going. I will create a little coloring sheet again this week. And so if you have not checked those out, make sure you go to mariaplata.com click on the blog and you can search for them. I've been posting a um, coloring sheet for every week. Um, definitely this one will be extra meaningful because I'm going to be making it and, you know, thinking about my tia and all the great things that I've learned from her and how to keep her legacy alive of just loving with everything we have and showing up and, you know, shining our light in whatever way we can. And I hope that you learn something from this episode that you understand that seeing the big picture is such a gift and that you use it in whatever ways that you can, that you show up for the people that you love and that you allow yourself to be sensitive and to feel your feelings and to be vulnerable and to do the hard work of just showing up. So thank you again. And I will talk to you next week. Adios.